You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome back to the Twinnings Show with me, Keanu Azman. So today's episode is very special. I've got my very first international star. She is half Thai, half Belgian. She dropped her album Glitter and Smoke recently, and one of the most notable songs from that album is "I Do It Again." And the best part is that she's not only a singer. Well, yes, she entered the Voice Thailand in 2013, and then went on doing some movies and TV shows in Thailand. And I'm so glad to have her here on my show today. Hello, Violet Wardier. Hi! Wow, so much for all the words. Like how you put all my name, like with Swifty, singer, songwriter, gorgeous, and everything. Well, thank you so much for that kind word. It's really flattering. <laughs> I had to go through a whole biography about Violet Wartier. You know, like, okay, what happened this year? What happened that year? The whole chronology about your life—I can make it into a book. That's just how much I've been researching about you because I'm so intrigued to see your success and how much you progress over the years. So, before we talk about your music, because this podcast we're going to dive deep into more of personal life, personal struggles behind the camera, behind the music. But how has the reception been for your latest album? Well, um, I'm receiving good feedbacks right now. It's really exciting because normally when I release music, it only stays in Thailand. But this time, it goes out to Malaysia, or like to the neighbors' country, and and it's really exciting for me. And like all of the feedbacks that came back, me would really, and, and I'm super glad for that. That is wonderful. And by the way, I just want to tell our viewers and listeners right now, in case the audio is not pristine, it's not as good as when you hear all of Violet's music. It's because we're recording this over Zoom right now, because in Malaysia it's still the RMCO, the Recovery Movement Control Order. So we're still, <laughs> we're still like okay. semi-trapped at home and semi taking out. Yeah, exactly. So we can't be in the studio. Hence, why the connection might not be the best, but it's okay because we still have the one only. Violet. So you said just now that the reception has been wonderful, even in Malaysia as well. Have you been to Malaysia though, Violet? Yes, but when I was like quite little. How little were you? Around like eight or nine. Oh that, wow, that was ages yeah. ago. <laughs> that, that's a good opportunity for you to actually come and promote your music. Once traveling is allowed already, when concerts are finally opening up again, it's time to perform your music live for all the Malaysian fans out there. So Malaysians, don't worry, okay? Violet might be coming very soon. Mm-hmm. All right, Violet. So that twenties show, we want to know about your twenties because you are currently twenty six, turning twenty seven, or twenty five, turning twenty six. Twenty six, turning twenty seven. Okay, I believe. That when you're past that um, mid twenties, it can get very confusing as well because people always say the first half of your twenties is tough. You don't understand a lot of things. You know, there's all these career worries and what do I want to do with my life? Am I doing my relationships correctly? My friendships correctly? And then when you're twenty six, twenty seven, you're like, I feel better, but at the same time, I'm not even thirty yet, so it's still very confusing. So how about you, Violet? In your early twenties, how was it like versus how it is? Now, um, I've never heard anyone said in like the right term as much as you said before. It really is confusing. It's um, when you're in the like the beginning of twenties, you you still feel like, oh, you're young and you can you're allowed to make mistakes. You're still in university, and once you finish university, you're a first job person. So you're 
you're allowed to make mistakes. But once you got into like the mid 20s, 25, you're not new to to, to the 20 anymore. But you're still like, what? Like, what should I do? Like, I'm not really young anymore. But also, I'm not that much of an adult. So you're just in the betweens, and you're not sure of what is happening in your life. And I think there's gonna be a lot of reflecting on yourself on like, what should I keep? Like. The quality that you have, what should I keep and what should I let go? Like, yes, in the 20s. I I love that. I love that. I think one of the best things I've heard about being in our 20s or perhaps adulting is that we got to learn new things and unlearn certain things that we've adapted since we were a kid. Because some things we grew up with and we thought, okay, this is the way of life. And then suddenly you change your perspective on things. You you go through all these dramas in life that teach you a lot of lessons. What is like, a really huge lesson that you've learned in your 20s so far? What I'm learning right now is learning how to let go. But I really don't know how. Not like as a, like a love life or anything like that, but let go of, of some stuff and accept it the way it is. Like people, like there's going to be people that you're going to kind of lose them a long time when you grew up and you you grew apart and you can't really accept the fact that you're growing apart and and you're like but I don't understand like at that point I'm at that point right now like I still trying to understand this process Violet I feel like we are interconnected right now because I feel the exact same (laughs) way about certain people in my life too it's crazy right because you know we hear all these stories when we're younger like okay as you age people drift apart your friends that were in your childhood might not even be your friends later and I'm like Maybe that's just for you. Maybe I'll be fine. <laughs> but I think once you reach this age, everyone goes through it, right? Yeah. And it's also like, because you're, you don't really spend as much time as you used to with them anymore. And you long for that. And you kind of feel kind of lonely a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like longing for something that's actually gone. And like you said earlier, it's about accepting that it's, it's maybe compared yeah. to when we were younger, we were like, you know what? I'm going to confront this person and let's just have a, like, you know, let's end this friendship. But I think as we age, sometimes goodbyes are really unsaid. Like, you really Gradually. do care about a person so much. Like, when, when you were younger, you don't really care about a lot of things. You're just like, you know, going straight, like looking forward and doesn't look yeah. anywhere around yourself. But yes. once you grow older, you would start looking around and you care things so much more. So that's why that's not going to be there anymore. It's like kind of harder because you can't really go back to who you were before. What I had yeah. just experienced, I realized that through the whole year, I was comparing myself to my old self. Okay. And it's actually really unhealthy because you said, don't compare yourself to anybody. It's, you know, you are you. And you'll be thinking too much right now. I used to be so careless and carefree. I Why am that. I so concerning a lot of stuff? So now, oh, you're actually looking back to yourself and trying to go back and you moving back backwards there. to that. Yeah, and you can't. You can only move forward. See what has happened, like reflect and then focus on the future of how you will become the person you want to be, but not trying to go back to the old person. Oh that my goodness, is Violet, what I, I really love that. Yeah. I love that. I do think that that's something probably I've been going through as well, or a lot of people out there are going through because it's really that inner battle inside of us. You know, people yeah. we always look, 
on the outside like how do I repair something with this person with this person or like with my job let's uh-huh. say just for example but we we fail to look inwards when it's really sometimes an internal conflict like you said co- like longing for that old version of yourself that shouldn't even be there anymore it's really that battle of wanting to go back when honestly there's no way of going back like you said the only way is forward yeah sometimes when you realize like you're not the person you wanted to be like there are some quality that you forget about yourself and you're like who am i anymore like i don't know i'm not sure of that anymore so that's old self and instead of figuring out in the future instead of going back and what are the kind of things that you changed that you never thought you'd become now and now you're like oh crap you know like 10 years ago i wouldn't expect myself to be this sensitive or this temperamental well what is it like for you that has changed i would say before i used to be the person who's like using emotions for everything you you don't really think of a reason you just use your feelings and and it it's almost like it should be this way it it it's kind of like your little world and the world, the world kind of revolve around you in a way even though you're you're caring for others like mm-hmm. the other people around you mm-hmm. but right now more is the society that you that you're like responsible for your words for your actions and for that you you only care about your peers and and if you happen to have problem with anybody else you'll be like they're not in my life i don't care but right now you actually kind of care but you don't at the same time like mm-hmm. know how to care and like there there are boundaries where you should not cross and where they should not cross you either and you need to respect that and that's something that growing has yeah and i think we do reason more mm-hmm. these days compared to before right like back then yeah, yeah, yeah. say things mm-hmm. or do things without really putting into consideration what am i getting out of this mm-hmm. but now it's just everything you internalize so like without even realizing you're like oh my god why is it so hard for me to say this why is it so hard to confront this person for making me feel this way because you know we always think first you know yeah. it's always at the back of our heads and you did start off in the industry at a very young age you were in the voice in 2013 which means you were 19 at the time Yes. Well, it was a very big opportunity and it wasn't confusing at all cuz you're just excited to this new world and you're just like your eyes are wide open and you are ready to jump into anything and you're scared. That yeah, was yeah. my dream like for me. Yeah, and as you grow up there's going to be more concern that there's dramas and you need to consider okay, if I do this would it be a drama or Yeah. After graduating university, this is not a hobby anymore. It's career. So, can I afford my life? Can I like, you know, do things, take care of my family and things like that? Like you have so much more concern than than you yeah. used to have before. Yeah. You're right. I think the dramas that we had back then and now it's completely different. Back then it's always about like, oh my god, you know, It's so awkward to meet this person for example. Let's say you had a argument with a friend in college or university and then, oh crap. Now it's like, oh my god, bills are all piling up. How do I pay my taxes? How do I do this? The commitments are all I call this adulthood headaches that you just get sometimes because all sorts of things they're so overwhelming and comes. I'm sure that has 
been affecting you too, especially when you're already your 20, 20, you're 26. All sorts of adulthood problems is already in front of our eyes, right? But also, you you don't want to accept that you're becoming adult because you don't want to let go of your young personality. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's why being in our 20s can suck because of that whole in denial phase of like, but then again, I feel young on the inside. But the circumstances in life shows yeah. otherwise. So what is happening? But okay, you started off when you were 20 in The Voice and then you, when you went to college, were you simultaneously acting in films already? Well, um, I was in my sophomore year when I went to The Voice. So like the rest of my university year was me start singing and acting already. But it was just like a hobby career. Like mm -hmm. I would... I would make time to go to uni anyway and all of my friends are still my friends so I don't feel like it changes that much yeah. it was like the career is something fun to do alongside the school and the school is also like something fun for me because I get to see my friends blah 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 it's not that much of a pressure to right. me right but after that though because I would say your career yeah. took off very early maybe some people at your age now they're only starting out. They're only putting their work out there, trying to get signed, trying to uh, have an album per se. But you started off way back, you know what I mean? Like seven years ago, seven years ago. So in that span of time, I'm sure sometimes, even though people are like, you're so young and you're already very successful, I'm sure there are some sides that people have not seen. Perhaps days where you just felt burnt out or you felt like, oh my God, I love my job. I love singing, I love acting, but Maybe some days your mental health isn't the best. You know, you just feel like you just want to stay in bed. Have you encountered these kind of things? Okay, I have I have this struggle before, but I find my way out and feel comfortable okay. with it. But way before, like, you know, at the beginning, you're like, oh, this is super exciting. And people start to coming up to you and like, can I have pictures with you? And you'll be like, sure, like, you're so happy about that. And once it got like that, like every day, and sometimes you're not in the mood, it's been like oh. years after that, and you have to deal with that every day when you're not like even ready to like take pictures. You, you feel like crap that day or anything like that. And people come up to you, they'll be they okay, sure. But I wasn't like at the welcome point. Like, and, and my friends were like, can't you see? I know you're tired, but how can't you see that they're super happy to meet you? And that might be the only time that ever meet you. And you're just not even welcome them. Like, how can you not see that? And I kind of felt bad that there at some point that I didn't want to take pictures because I was so tired of that and want some privacy. And then I realized Did you that say no? true. And I have some time when I'm really in a rush or really not ready and doing was in the middle of doing something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to change my perspective and 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 take a new approach to this, even though there there's gonna be days that I don't feel ready but I need to find my peace for this because I don't want to say no to people either for this. So I have made some ground rules for this. Okay. That people, when people come and ask me for photos, mm -hmm. when I'm not even ready, when I look like poop. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> that's uh, like not, not the S word. So we're going to use poop. When I look really bad, I would say like, oh, I'm, 
I'm not ready. I don't feel I don't feel beautiful. I don't even put on makeup. And they would say, yeah. Oh, you look fine. You're, you're beautiful. When I agree. They said that I was like, okay, sure. At least I already defend myself. I'm not putting on any makeup or anything. At least you gave the disclaimer already. That was out of respect as well. Yes, yes. And also when when people what? Like when you're eating or anything, secretly take pictures of you. Mhm. So, when I knew that they they were doing that normally before, I would just act like I didn't see and you know, look away kind of like hiding my face a little bit cuz you you feel like just come up front to me and ask me but now i would go be like i would post for them even though like just caught them for doing that i would pose and I smile see you. for them i see you i caught your right hand there yo <laughs> just walk up to me now don't be sh- don't do this that's invasion of privacy but coming here do that okay that's the way <laughs> yeah so so that is how i i find my peace for that and One ground rules that I wouldn't let people take my pictures is that if I already have a drink, I will okay. not take pictures anymore. Listen to that. Okay, so Malaysians, when Violet comes to Malaysia, remember her ground rules. Okay, don't don't have to sneak around and take photos. Just try. If she doesn't feel comfortable, she'll tell it to you. But if you genuinely want to take a photo, please. It's okay if you're just in your pajamas. Then she'll probably be soft enough to be like, "All right, no problem." And remember, okay, people, that um, post the third round rule. Yes, yes. You, she will always say yes. Like, good, I, good. I, That's I, good. I, I will gonna always say yes. Only one rule. No drinks. Is that if I start no. drinking, then there will be no picture for the rest of the night. All right, CC paparazzi is outside as well. Who's watching now as well? Okay, now. Um, You released your album Glitter and Smoke recently on the 19th of June and it's an accumulation of some songs that you released even back in 2018. I think Smoke was in 2018, right? Yes. Smoke and Drive. Okay. So it's an accumulation of some new songs and some of your previous work as well. So let's talk about that. What is it inspired by? Is that also something to do with your 20s heartbreaks and and love uh, issues in your 20s? Of course, yes. Uh it was totally in my twenty and I also think through the album you can see how I was growing through the album as well. It took me like 2 years and a half to finish it. So once the first song that I did till the last song, you can see how I come to this point. It's like wow. I'm making it. That is beautiful. It's like it's like an audio album. Like how we would go through our pictures from when we were smaller, for example. Like, oh my god, I was like this, like this, like this, but this one is true music, which I find very very beautiful. And and like you can see from the perspective of the writing, the lyrics that you used to be the person who is crazy about love, like, "Oh my god, it's so hurting" and everything like that. But at the end of the album, it's like you're except the point where it is and you prefer to remember it as a memory and 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 move on which is hard to do but it's very much necessary as we grow older the art of accepting the art of believing that everything happens for a reason like oh my god it sucks that this ended i really love this person i wish this person could be my life forever but since you said bye bye and it. what what yeah, is violet watch's best way of moving on You can maybe help all those 20 year olds watching now who are going through terrible heartbreaks. Oh, well the thing is that if you're going through a heartbreak, just be heartbroken at the fullest. Just don't try to numb your feeling, just feel them. It's gonna suck, but know that it's gonna pass as well. 
So if you're feeling sad, just listen to the sad song. Do whatever that makes you feel sad and really enjoy the moment. It's not going to stay. Once you got out of it, you're going to be so happy and so proud that you're able to come out of it. And you, you're going to even forget like, oh, you used to be that sad. What? Like you don't, you won't even remember it. Yeah, I think when you're really wallowing in all the sadness, you feel like, oh my god, no matter how hard I try to make myself happy, I can't. But when you're when you're out of it, you can't even make yourself feel sad, even if you try your hardest. Like, oh, please cry, feel heartbroken. You can't, and that part will come. Okay, I love what you said just now. Feel every emotion, be heartbroken to the core because yes. processing the emotions is important. And one of the thing is like, stop asking the question. Like, why did he leave me? Why, why? There's, ne- there's never going to be an answer. Just accepting the fact that it's just the way it is and that's it. And stop right. at, like questioning things. Just just try to believe and that, that that's it. And, and you can move on because there's not going to be any question left anymore. I love that so much. Stop asking too many questions, wondering why he or she left you. Or is it me? Or is it you? When when, when that person said like, yeah. oh, you deserve better, whatever it is, accept it. Because like you said, we can't really get all the answers. Yes, bingo. We yeah. can't, we can't, no matter how much we want closure. And closure is very important. So if possible, yes, people, try to end relationships in a very good way. Give each other closure. But if you didn't get that to me, I guess it is what it is. You'll get your closure eventually, right? One day you're going to see the silver lining of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this is a question that I would like to backtrack a little bit. It was supposed to be before the the whole heartbreak problems uh, question. So I just want to know because you have you have already escaped your mid twenties. You're twenty six now. Does life actually get better as you age in your twenties, or do you think it's easier back then when life was kind of problem free? You don't really internalize your emotions. Yeah, I think it was easier back then because. As you were growing up then, all your friends were growing up as well. And you were all trying to figure out things, what you wanted, and you always stick together. But now when you already know what you want in life and you know that you don't want the same thing anymore, it's this is where it's really hard. It's like the turn, like decide. And if you don't go the same way, it's going to be really sad, but you have to accept the fact that people would take the different path than you. Because we all know what we want now. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay, maybe in our earlier 20s, it was easier because we don't really think about things too much. If there's a problem, we're like, oh, okay. And then the week after, you forget about it. Now, you could literally think about it for months, for a year, perhaps. You know, it's like it could be a tiny inconvenience from a person that you love, from a job that you love. Anything that can give people anxiety, for example, you could be like, oh my God, but that problem was ages ago. But now we think too much, which causes us a much longer period of moving on, for example. But for me, so I want to know your your opinion about this. Because for me, back then, the happiness level was because we were naive. You know, we didn't understand how the world works. We didn't really know that. Exactly, that's the word. We were naive now. Maybe we were not as carefree as before. But I do think it's better as we age because yes, we've gone through all the hardships, but we're going to be wiser at making decisions. We know how to manage our expectations, which obviously takes time. You know, it's not an overnight thing like, okay, 
I can't expect too much. And the next morning I wake up, all right, even if my lover doesn't respond to my text, I'm fine. We wish we could be like that. <laughs> it takes time, right? So I think that like, is for but me. But I think like yeah. the, 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 no, 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 you go first. No, you're like you go first. I'm like I was just saying, like at the age of twenty to thirty, I think this is probably it. Like figuring out, and at thirty, yeah. that is when you get like okay, understand mm-hmm. quite a lot of things of yourself now. But right now we're on the way there. We're trying to understand, like, like you said, like on the day that you feel like poop, and the next day you can't just feel like, oh my god, this is heaven. You can't, and <laughs> and there will, and 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 this is the process of like the other half of twenty. Mm-hmm. And I hope by the time we reach the big tree zero onwards, we're gonna understand things much better. And live a more peaceful life, <laughs> just with plants, leading the green life. That's gonna be our worries. Have I watered my plants today? Yeah, I hope that's gonna be the kind of worries because at this point, everything is so confusing. And okay, I want you to guess my age, by the way. Okay, I would say that you're my age. Um, hmm. don't you think I'm like I could be older, hmm. maybe? <laughs> maybe, maybe twenty-eight. Nope, actually, I'm twenty-two. Oh no! I'm sorry. No, trust me, Violet. People yeah, in Malaysia. No, I was thinking maybe you are younger. But, uh-huh. I'm 22. People call me an uncle because I, my mental age is 40. Yeah, because that's why. Like, I feel like you're so wise. Like, you can't be just like younger than that. I think I, I surround myself. Sure. I surround myself with with people older than me too much since I was small. So that's why I'm like, uh huh. So when I was like 15, <laughs> I, I, I would sit down with 30 year olds and be like. How, how, how does this job work? How does this? I was always very curious as a kid. So that's why I, I keep telling my mom. I said, mom, if at 22, I'm already thinking like a 40-year-old, I might die by the time I'm 35, mom. Just be prepared, okay, mom? <laughs> because it's just... <laughs> Life is so fast-paced in days. I also think like, we, we would call that you have an old soul. Mm-hmm. I do. You have an old. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess so. Well, you know what, Violette? I really need to see you when you're in Malaysia, though, Violette. Yes, yes. Yes, we need to meet each other, Keanu. I'm, yes. I'm super looking for it. Mm-hmm. You are based in Bangkok? Yes. If you come to Bangkok, then let the team know. Like, I want to go meet you. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to text the Universal Music Malaysia team after this and tell them, Hey guys, uh, just saying, if Yolette comes to Malaysia, block out every other host in Malaysia. I'm going to host her meet and greet, her concert. Her, her press conference, you name it. I want to do it all, okay? Violet Wautier, I'm here. I'm here. I'm like, say no more. <laughs> Thank you so much, Violet. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun.